Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Clone Yourself Podcast. My name is Sam Caper, and I am your host. I am your guide in this journey of working with virtual assistants because the truth is working with VAs is a journey. You know, I always talk about this, but I just want to reinforce it in this episode. When we work with VAs, it's not about just freeing up our time and sending something off to someone else to do because we don't want to do it. No, it's not actually that simple. I mean, it can be if you want to go on Fiverr and hire people and nothing against Fiverr, but if you want to just like pay a little bit of money and to get something off your plate and just like have it done, you don't really care about quality and you want more stress, then yeah, totally. It can totally work for you that way. But if you want to follow my teachings where I teach you how to scale your business by cloning yourself with VAs who act as specialists in a specific task to help you on bigger projects, then you really need to be mindful when you work with VAs and over communicate. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Being clear, concise, and over communicating with your virtual assistants. Now, before we get into the meat of the episode, I just want to remind you guys that I'm available for coaching one-on-one. If you want to hit me up and talk uh, really in depth it so that I can build out a VA program for you. I actually do do that. Usually on the pod, I talk about the course, which the course, um, is five modules. It's now live. You can find it at cloneyourselfu.com slash workshops. Usually I talk about the course and that is live. You can do it yourself. Or if you want really your hand held a little bit more, I'm available for coaching. So I thought I'd throw that out there because I usually don't talk about that. And you know what? The truth is I am just so, so, so passionate about this whole, what should I call it? It's a business, but it's to me, it's a project because as you guys know, if you're a longtime listener, my business is called Swagworks and I sell promotional products B2B and I have three podcasts. One is with my homie Sergio called The Sam and Serge Show where we interview movers and shakers on in Silicon Valley. We also have a food show on YouTube and I have the soul seeker podcast. And this is my third podcast, clone yourself. You know, it's, it's kind of a passion project because people have been talking about or asking me for years how I work with VAs because they've been seeing all this content I produce and they're like, how do you do it? And I go, VAs. And that's kind of when the light bulb hit clicked a few years ago because uh, multiple people asked me, either they asked me, what is a VA or how do you work with VAs? And that's when I wrote my first book uh, about working with virtual assistants. And now here we are a few years later, I have a whole podcast just about working with VAs. So I truly am passionate about it because I would not be working less than four hours a day if it weren't for virtual assistants. Working with VAs has literally changed my life. Now with that, that's my final little ad for cloneyourselfu.com slash workshops if you want to check out the online course. It's only a few hundred bucks. Like honestly, I should be charging like a couple grand for that course because it's, it's going to change your life if you take uh, the principles and, and run with it. I mean, I spent 
going back years ago, probably six months of a business coach, two grand a month. And a lot of the principles from what I learned are now applied in everything I do. And they see the drip through in the course too. So if you want to learn about the course, clone yourself, slash workshops. If not, no worries at all. Let's go ahead and talk about working with VAs in terms of being clear and over communicating. Now, I just want to remind you that this is somewhat of a sequential podcast, essentially the first 10, 20 episodes or so. But in the past few, we've kind of been building out your goals for 2020. We started with the written goal from there. We went into calendaring and due dates. And in the last podcast, I gave you a whole walkthrough of how to use Trello. And that podcast was pretty in depth. So if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to the previous podcast because that was a good one if I do say so myself. All right, so being clear and over-communicating. Now, the first reason why it's so important to be clear with your virtual assistants is probably pretty obvious because they are working remotely. They are working virtually. These people do not know you. You do not know them. It is hard enough when we hire a new employee to bring them up to speed. Would you agree? I think you probably would. I can't hear your response, though. I'm talking to myself. That's the funny thing about being a podcaster, right? You get used to talking to yourself. Anyways, um, let's go ahead and move on from that little uh, thought that came in my head. I'm going to note that and move on. So to, uh, I teach working with VAs as if they were in your employees. And what that means is that we're going to need to be clear. You know, when you bring on a new employee to your business, there's a lot of time training them. And a lot of times there's going to be a direct manager that's working with them one-on-one and giving them feedback. Now, we don't necessarily have that luxury with VAs to be side-by-side with our VAs to be right next to them because they are working virtually. And for that reason, it is so, so, so crucial to be clear. The One of the number one mistakes where I see people fail in working with VAs is that their instructions are not clear. If you think about when you give an instruction to your virtual assistant, if it's someone who has no idea who you are or what you do could figure out what they need to do because they can't read your mind, if you think about it that way, then you're going to slowly start to write better instructions. Now, another reason why it's so important is because a lot of times, even in like the 15 to even $25 an hour range, you could be working with someone that is in a foreign country and English is not their native language. Now, I have a lot of VAs. I have five that I work with on a daily basis and I have around 15 on my team in general. Most of my virtual assistants are not located in the US. They all speak English. In fact, they speak speak great English and their written communication is outstanding, I would say, with the acknowledgement of them not having English as the first language. Now, having said that, I need to be crystal clear in my instructions. I'm talking like cross every T and dot every single I because I don't want to slow things down. When I first started working with VAs, I noticed that my VAs would send me a lot of questions 
And I would get more frustrated because I thought that the project was already off my plate because I sent it to them. But that is such the wrong way to look at this because it's not just about getting things off your plate. We're looking at VAs as if they were employees. So we need to realize that they're a team member and we're all working together. And I want to give you a real life example of how I give instructions. I don't like doing PowerPoint slides. In fact, public speaking for me is a newer thing. I'm just getting into public speaking now. And part of public speaking is creating slides. So I need to create slides, but I don't want to do it myself. So what I've done is I brought a new virtual assistant onto my team that is an expert in creating slides. And I know what you're thinking, like an expert in creating slides, like it's not that hard to create PowerPoint slides. But this is someone who has done it for a lot of people. He knows how to do it and not that it's hard or anything like that, but I just want that separated from my regular graphic designer, right? I think that kind of makes sense. So what I've done is I create a Google Doc and on the Google Doc itself, I put the instructions and I'm going to read them to you. It says, please pay close attention please pay close attention to the directions in this link. And I linked a template that the conference sent me because I need to have it in the conference's template. And I wrote, I need to have the slides in the style for this specific project. Can you use these templates? Then the next bullet I wrote to him is each bullet below is designed to be its own slide. Sub bullets should be on the same slide with the dark filled in bullet above it. And then the final one is you can make the bold titles in all caps, their own slide as well. This isn't the most detailed I would say I've done with a presentation because now I've done several presentations with this same VA. So we already have that rhythm and cadence and flow. But what I see a lot of people doing is just like, here's a Google Doc, here's an outline. Um, Can you make this into a... Uh, PowerPoint, (laughs) you know, and like, there's nothing there. Like give them the actual instructions. I was, uh, if you go back to, I think it's podcast 26 with Rick says, he's a friend of mine. I'm just doing some like consulting and coaching on the side. And he, he binged all my podcasts and we did a live coaching session on podcast number 26. And Rick explains why it's not going so well with one of his new VAs. And we kind of broke it down because Rick, buddy, if you're listening, you know this, but you know, he wasn't the most clear in his instructions. He kind of just gave the VA, like, here's my podcast. Like, can you create a a design? This is what my designs usually look like. Um, Here are some of the colors, but he's having that VA go out and find the images on her own. And my suggestion to him was that's a very subjective task. It's a there. It's left for interpretation. It's not objective where it's black and white. What I would recommend so that you get started off on a good foot with your new VA is to give her specific images and ask her to create those into the podcast image. Don't have her listen to your podcast and come up with a caption for social media, give her the caption and just have her take that image she made and the caption you created and have her post it. So now you're taking the social media out of 
your wheelhouse where you don't have to worry about posting all the time. You just need to sit down, batch some work where you're doing the captions and choosing images and you're teaching her how to create these images in the form of promoting your podcast and to combine that with the the link and whatever caption you're going to put on a specific social media platform. Now, that is not quite a tiny task. Guys, if you go back to the early teachings in this podcast, I talk about tiny tasks leading to big projects. It is a smaller task. And when you find that cadence and that flow and that rhythm with that VA, at that point, that's where you can kind of let her go and be like, okay, I trust you. Like, you know, why don't you do the images on your own, listen to the podcast and come up with the cool caption. But the other thing too is he's just letting her post it on her own without him approving it. And this is someone he's had for less than a week. So that's why I think it's so important, not think, that's why I know it's so important to be extremely clear. So make sure you're clear and over communicate. I am a huge fan of over communicating. I tell my VAs like hit me up anytime. Like seriously, I want to know, I want to know. And I'm constantly getting questions for, from them, which is great because I'd rather have that versus be left uh, wondering like, Hey, what's going on on something. I want to make sure that they know exactly what I'm expecting and for them to feel comfortable in asking me. The other thing I want to talk about this is um, kindness. We, I don't know, I have trouble being kind. I'm a very, 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 very kind person. I have a gentle heart and I, I mean well, but at the same time, I can come off rude um, in written communication it, sometimes, especially if I'm saying an email from my phone where I'm being short, literally being short with my words and sentences. And that is coming across as being short in like the being rude type of being short. So I have worked very hard on being more kind, you know, intentionally trying to be kind because I, I they, it, most of my communication with my team is written communication. So I want them to know how much I actually do appreciate them. And I don't want them to think that I'm being rude. And I think we all know that a hostile or hostile work environment or just not a friendly work environment is not any fun and it's not productive for anyone. So remember, be kind, guys. It's supposed to be fun, right? And it, so I think that's important. And I've seen a lot of people, you know, look at their VAs and kind of complain about them. And I don't know if they're complaining to them to their faces or just behind their back, but I just want everyone to be kind and, and kumbaya, my Lord. No, I'm just joking. But if you want to get into the mindful stuff, I do have a podcast called soul seeker. So check out soul seeker podcast. So with that, that's going to close out this episode, which was all about being clear and over communicating to your VAs. When you do this, you will reap the benefits. I, I guarantee it, my friends. If you haven't already, I would love it if you could share this podcast with a friend because we are all trying to grow our lives, our businesses together and reach the top of the mountain. If there is a top of the mountain, whatever it may be, but you are the average of the five people you hang out with most. So if this podcast is helping you out, then please, would you please share it with a friend? And if you haven't already, please leave a five-star review. Thank you so much. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, hit me up. And if you want to learn more about the workshop course, cloneyourselfyou.com slash workshops. Thanks again, and I'll catch you on the next pod.